Welcome to the Manny Podcast. This is episode number 21. Here with the boys. Joe, give me a sound check. Hello. One more time. Hello. Terrell. Do I need to keep it on my... Just, you know, you just touched it, so that screwed it up. Okay. <laughs> just talk. This is Terrell. Terrell's here. Hope everybody enjoys. T-Dog on the... Go. We're live. So, here with uh, Josiah and Terrell... <laughs> Try not to move my own. And here's Phil. <laughs> and we're also here with the uh, the sons as well. The next gen- generation. So when you hear the uncontrollable laughter in the background, Josiah, what's the uh, explanation for that? That would be because uh, a jack-in-the-box is in the same room with my son, Eli. <laughs> yep, and so uh, <laughs> therefore all kinds of incredibly uh, joyful sounds are coming from the room. About 25 feet away from us, so that's probably dominating which the is, audio. Which is weird, because our house is huge. <laughs> like Sean pointed out in the email. Yeah, it's unusual to get stuff that close together, but we did yeah. it tonight. <laughs> Albeit I was going to say huge. something about Sean just now, and I'll refrain, because it's public record. Record. That's for you, Sean. Even though I'm pretty convinced you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> pretty convinced. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> so anyway, no, actually, so prior to pressing the record button, we were just uh, discussing what to talk about, and Josiah mentioned the uh, just the importance of of fellowship with uh, with the brotherhood, man, with the bros, mm. and it actually spurred something in my mind. I remember one time being asked the question, well, you know, one of the the often quoted Proverbs. I think it's in Proverbs. Yeah, me too. Is that uh, um, like iron sharpens iron, like a man will sharpen another man to something that extent. But I remember being, I remember when somebody was asking me about that and like the fellowship with, like making that within the context of fellowship with men. I was like, well, yeah, that's true. But, like, we're assuming a lot there. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, that both men are iron. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, like, that spurred me to think of the fact of, like, what is it that makes a man mm-hmm. into a man that could be the equivalent of iron? And what makes another man the equivalent of iron? And how, when those two men, after years of becoming iron, when they clash and when they come together sharpening mm. occurs you know mm. you're not just you're not just automatically iron are you mm. god if <laughs> if if so then i missed a lot because what i'm saying joe is like we, we we're enjoying the evening because there's been about what 31 years of history for you 33 of us yeah and those yeah. years weren't wasted yeah so i mean like we're actually able to well, and what's, Benefit from the company yeah. of one another is what I'm trying to say. Well, and you actually do well to back up 31 years because it gives a good, like, frame of reference for the fact, like, you know, so your question was, well, what makes a man iron, you know? And I think it's probably pretty safe to say that, at least for my first, like, 27 years, like, not only was I not 
iron in the sense of being able to sharpen another man in the way that it should be done like it was it was almost the opposite you know and there's no proverb that says like you know as <laughs> i tried to go that this way is why i can't record i tried to go that yeah, way there's... i can't record most of our podcasts i apologize yeah. for interrupting. i'm not moving my so there's so there's no in the yeah thanks terrell Constant. well so there's no proverb that says like you know as trying to cut marble dulls a blade so so one sucky guy dulls another you know yeah, but even that's though that's true yeah or i mean it could be true, maybe. no it's it, it absolutely is and and so to back up 31 years is a really good place to start to just to kind of show that you know unfortunately now i'm at a point in my life where i can enjoy company like this and and it actually be a great thing and be in the midst of men um, who, you know, my wife describes as the friends every woman wishes her husband had, you know, mm. but, but it hasn't always been that way. And it absolutely has been a, like a journey and an intentional journey. Like it had to be done on purpose. It just didn't That's... happen. Ooh. <clears throat> a lot of good stuff in that uh... little mono. That jump. Well, then let's start there then. Okay, so let's give it about uh, three minutes a piece here. What? Uh, think back. Is there any like moment in time as uh, Jude approaches us <laughs> from the other side of the room with those come hither eyes? Yeah. In the gut of a champion. Mm-hmm. Damn straight. Taking his nose. That's yep. my boy. Were there any, like... Let's talk about moments of truth. Maybe as young men. That sort of... Are, were there any kind of fork in the road moments for you guys that you can remember? That kind of stick out in your mind? Prior to us, really... I mean, Terrell, you and I grew up with each other to an extent, but we weren't... Definitely not like close as we are in adulthood. Yeah. As children, even though we were around. Yeah, we were definitely obviously in the same hometown, same everything like that. But it wasn't. Uh, it just wasn't what it is today. But I mean, right. so like we were peers, if you will. Yeah. But then I moved away. So what are? But what are some things like? What are some lessons learned that have got you to this, like, that made you into an iron, like, started the forging of iron in your heart as a young man, if you can remember? Carol, you go first. I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, a ton. Like, just think of one in particular. I mean, yeah. something pops in the head. Yeah, yeah. Puberty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what if we, we can't guy. take this guy uh, anywhere? Should have seen that coming, dude. Yeah. Your paw over here. Calvin and Richard. So making the, us uh, proud. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, you know, uh, I'm trying to think. Terrell McReynolds, everyone. Uh, I think legitimately, I can remember. <sighs> yeah, you know, I remember just certain things little nuggets from from guys that jesus just kind of had placed there along the way you know little little breadcrumbs to just kind of lead the direction to 
you know, from duty to delight for me, the, you know, the, like just random guys, people in my life that said little things here and there that disrupted a lot of things, you know, and when you followed them down the, the path, you know, like it unraveled a lot of stuff, you know, and, and, uh, I remember a conversation in specific about love and, Ooh. and how, um, and this is, you know, this is before, this is before, you know, me and you even kind of reconnected a little bit, but like, and it was just the beginning of like, it was like the stones starting to tumble over the hillside beginning the avalanche, you know, mm. thereof, but like, I remember conversation, like a conversation or two about just, just love in general and, and about how, how I viewed it in the light of like a new covenant that didn't, it wasn't a new covenant way to view it, you know, and like affection for people and things and, and, uh, and just realized, like came to the sudden realization I didn't have that category. Like I just did not possess it. I'd never even thought about it, you know, and. And uh, in certain ways, you know, and, and obviously, like, in other ways, like, it had always been there, you know, but, like, in, in, like, in the conscious awakening of it, it wasn't there, you know, I didn't have the category, even though I had stuff to glean from for it, which is a beautiful thing and, and something that's praiseworthy, but, um, to Jesus, of course, not to me, but, um, but, yeah, you know, in uh, from there, like, you know, it just, I don't know, man, like, There's Jude. I don't know. You know, the it's too it's it's hard to say after that. Cause Jude, Jude, come here. What? Hey, what happened to Jude, y'all? Oh, I was just crying. Well, I I can hear that. Okay. Hey, you might have crapped his pants. You change him, okay? Just use wipes and diapers. It's fine. Knocks your crap. And, uh, anyway, you know, the, uh, um... I'm not editing a single bit of that. Yeah, out. good. The, uh... Hashtag real life. Hashtag real life. Uh... Are you done? Are they pooping? Oh, yeah, Kingston's pooping for damn sure. That's why Jude was crying. Nice. He wanted into the crapper. Jude, leave him alone. Let him crap in peace. <laughs> Courtesy flush, everybody let the man crap. Okay. Um, the, uh... Hey, but Kingston, this is this is called reaping what you sow, son. Reaping what you sow. Leave Daddy alone when he's taking shit. Um, so the uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Jeez Louise, he's not gonna edit this. That's what's great. So the um, no, no. So long story short, you know, like and then that I think that the father was kind enough to just. Jesus just brought per like the pursuance of my own heart in just just the blowing up of everything that had built up, you know, like for better things, you know, and that came through relationship with with you and the white ninja. Wow. <laughs> and then you know, and relationship with uh, with you know obviously my wife and. Those are awesome ninja skills. And, of course, a little later on, Joe and other, you know, and other people, man, you know. And, and now, we, you know, we're all thankful enough to have even more than just the three of us in our life. And mm -hmm. That's an awesome thing, man, you mm -hmm. know. But, like, I don't know. Jesus just kind of teed me up from those little conversations here and there. And 
Let it flow. You know, I think I took a little more time than necessary, but yeah. I could go more with that, but I won't. So, so, so what's the question again, Phil? What were the things that sort of, uh, even though you might not have even known it was Jesus at the time, but like ways that he was sort of sharpening, yeah, fathering, fathering you as a as a young man and then making you iron, creating mm. you into the man you are today. You know, mm. ironing. <laughs> he was doing the ironing. Well, man, like two two distinct things come to mind for me, and I don't know, like, upon further examination, I might choose other things. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Off, uh, obviously, yeah, yeah off the but, like, yeah. but, like, what comes to mind, it, it, and it doesn't even actually have to do with being that young of a man, um, but you guys will remember, because we talk about it often, as such a, like, a pivotal moment for me was when we were leaving the uh, the academy one day to go get lunch somewhere and, and I had the choice of what car to get in you know and uh, Phil had the old crappy van and uh, <laughs> sorry I called it crappy Dude, uh, she might still be running but yeah, uh, might be. but you know we I didn't we, a single problem with that thing we got in and for whatever reason I was asking I don't even remember the what was the question that I asked you Terrell when we were if it's this, the story I think of. Yep. It was that it was a little NTB plan, man. We need to bring yeah. in. Yeah. And uh you know, the the song uh uh More Than. More than yeah. came on and Dude, I don't even know I don't even know how the conversation went, but Well, I, so I think what actually happened was like maybe a couple of days before I had maybe asked one of you guys about like Yeah. Like maybe mm. I don't know maybe for some detail about loving jesus or something like that or yeah and and one of you two i'm pretty sure it was terrell was like well buddy like it's it's more than i can explain to you so you're gonna have to like do it yeah. you know yeah that was basically was the conversation yeah and i had never once had that answer like ever yeah. of somebody saying because that's not what's demanded of people anymore, right? Like it's you need it's to have just an answer. it's it's <laughs> yeah. wholesale like relationship with Jesus, right? You get yeah. your you get your membership card, and there you go. There's the relationship. And I've never had anybody say, "Well, like, like, buddy, if you want that, you're gonna actually have to go like see what it's like to do it," you know? And uh, and so that obviously affected me, but. But there were still the things that dude. You I don't know, remember that, man. Dude, like I'll never forget it, man. Well, because the truth is, like it was spoken not by like any of us, but like it was just there, like yeah. it was just true. And so there was that, like that was a huge like defining moment for me. And then um, it was, it was, dude. That I remember. I do remember. Yeah, like, like I I'll can put myself in the seat. Yeah, I remember it too. Now, I mean, just like I could, I could probably if i could draw worth a dang like draw the stains in the carpet of the van yeah. that day it was so vivid you know and uh <laughs> i don't know if there are any grapes buddy hey Eli, do you want to say hi to everybody hey look we're we're talking to people that are going to listen to this later you want to say hi to them they're in this microphone right here you, you don't see hi? them hi <laughs> you're so awesome you want to say anything to all the people? <laughs> Why is it not calling? Well, it's, uh, I'll, I'll let you listen to it later, okay? Is there anything you want to say to all the people in the world, Eli? Uh, 
Hey, you know what? Uh, I want to come to y'all's houses sometime soon. <laughs> That's all the and, people in the world. Uh, <laughs> like Santa. Wait, wait uh, does there's Santa there? Maybe Santa's listening. He could Santa's be. there. What would you say to him? Then how the did Santa get here, David? <laughs> can me and Mama ride in your me and Mama ride in your sleigh with you tomorrow, Santa? I'll let you know what he says. Okay. I'm glad this took this turn. I love you, buddy. I'm glad I went there. Hey, Dad, can you go get me water? Your water's right there on the table, son. Oh. Um, I think we should have kept the people going. Like we could have yeah. easily yeah. played that off with like, oh, you don't see the people that we're talking to right now? Like, I knew that's where you wanted to go. Yeah, yeah I wanted to go there. Didn't yeah, I'm glad you didn't. Um, that would have been like an hour. Well, so there's that of of just like an actual like calling to participate in. Because a lot of people want to talk about living life in a certain way. And a lot of people don't want to participate in life in that certain way. Oh, also, a lot of people will tell you how they live life in that way as an answer to what is a genuine longing, you know? And obviously I think for me, like the, the, whatever the question was that started it all was a genuine longing. Uh And I think it'd probably be pretty easy for a lot of people to tell a story about themselves Yep. that, that, that does in no way address that longing and, and invite somebody into something else, something like better, you know? So there was that. And then also a realization like, later a couple of years down the road even of of having not even like fully accepted the invitation of you know there was a a buddy of mine who um i just absolutely love spending time with and we had a great time together but um and just i mean a guy i really love you know and i just realized one night like man i'm gonna have to make a decision and it's not like i'm gonna abandon this guy but he he's not willing to move in the direction i know i need to move and hopefully one day like it'll come full circle and i can like dude hopefully one day it'll come full circle and i can kind of go back for him you know but at this point like i'm 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 letting a drowning man take me down and and if i if i keep trying to live half in and half out then i'm gonna end up wholly out you know and uh so that was kind of, you know, and that was, heck, that was at, probably that first conversation was at the age of 28, maybe? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, nah. no. Uh, Hell, that was almost a decade ago. Now. No, I got, man, I get get my years mixed up real easy. So that first conversation in the van was probably when I was uh, 23, and and the second realization probably came at like the age of like 25. Um, man, that's crazy. Yep. Um how much time has gone by but but that to me is kind of the the more (laughs) that's weird yeah because i was married and had a kid when i was 28 um and uh so those are those are kind of and i'm sure there are things like further back you know um but as far as like just clearly defined times in my life where like it was apparent to me that there was more that could be enjoyed and like wholly lived in and actually turn me into, because I remember, and like this isn't an appraising you guys sort of way, but I remember on the very first day of the police academy when everybody had to stand up and introduce themselves, and uh, everybody stood up and gave their I love me speech, you know, and I gave one too, you know, hey, my name's Josiah, and I'm a former Marine, and blah, 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 and I thought I was like super special and important because of that, and Terrell stood up, and he was like, hey, my name's uh, Terrell McReynolds, 
I love Jesus a lot and I'm happy to be here. And he went and sat down. And I was like, I need to be around that guy, you know? <laughs> and and uh, so, man, I just completely lost my train of thought. Yeah. How did that sentence start? <laughs> no, no, I no, mean, that's, yeah. just moments in general. You were trying to, you were drawn from other ones, you know, that kind of shaped. Oh, that's, that's what it was, was what I recognized. And it took me, I don't know why, but it took me a little bit longer to, to see it in, in Phil. Um, for no reason other than I just didn't pay a lot of attention to people other than myself. Well, um, that's also my rapist whip. <laughs> yeah, his rapist whip. So, but but like I I what I recognized whip. was like that guy is iron and I'm not, and and I would like to be, you know. And I wouldn't have probably said it that way then. Yeah. But but what I recognized, what I know now that I recognized was like the the assurance of a guy who loved Jesus, like standing in front of a group of men with nothing to prove, you know, and that is iron, and and I wanted to be that way, and and I see now that what I wanted was that relationship with Jesus that made you that way, yeah, yeah, you know, for sure, and uh, so anyway, <laughs> a lot of people get to see that too, you know, or at least recognize that. Yeah. So that's for damn sure. Anyway, that's my three minutes, right? Three yeah. minutes exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that was exactly. Uh, so uh, what I miss? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I've been on the phone with my wife for a little bit. Uh, what, uh, what did I miss? Oh man, Let's start over. Before listen, start from the beginning. Be- before I give my uh, before I give start my three slash thirty minutes. <laughs> this is the perfect time to take a break. Amen. So it's my turn to talk about the things that uh, sort of fashion me. And it is interesting to me, my good men. And I don't know if it's going to be sort of like, maybe it's cheating, but I think it's important for me especially. But like it's a combination of a couple of things. And I would say like, in neither one of these things independently, but these things together formed me, you know, or at least began the process of turning my soul into iron, you know, and that would be music and wilderness, like outdoors, nature, but those things together, and it wasn't even like you, I couldn't even say it was like a particular this or a particular that, it was just all of it combining, (laughs) Yeah, if that makes any sense, because like so much of the so much of my memories of the things that just were incredibly valuable and soul forming, I can I can tell you the place I was at, and most of the time it was either hunting with you know my dad and my brother. And then, like, there was always a song accompanied to that. There's like, there's like a soundtrack to it. <laughs> and you know, like, it's uh, it's it's interesting in that way. But like, there was something to even just being hunting. We'll take hunting for for example. Like the mechanics of it, I didn't realize were just incredibly important for me, and they've carried over, obviously, to even to this day but just the I always sort of felt even when it wasn't 
pleasant for me as a, as a young man, sitting still and like, and being quiet and being observant and watching and listening and all those things like were just indispensable things for me to the point where like I, I, I crave those things to this day. Like I, I could be like, I need to go there so that I can be even stronger iron, you know? Like it's like, <laughs> it's so closely associated with it. And I would say the same thing goes for for uh, for music it's, as well, you know? Like there are moments when I can just be doing sort of the things that I do as just being you know, the man I am and the particular gifts that Jesus has given me where like a combination of those two things are always there, you know? And like, it's almost like it's, it's those things happened to me. Like I didn't happen to them, you know? And they, they and they, that's what formed, you know, the character of who I am today. And like that, that's, that's just incredibly interesting to me. It wasn't even most, it, it's like almost the, I see now the importance of like, take, take those two things and now inject other men of iron into it and holy crap, you've got yourself like, well, what you got is the anniversary, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. like you've got a a just absolute soul shaping like jeez I don't even know another adjective to say like just edifying moment you know the kind of moment that just can shape everything and can change everything you know but like that's I would see those two things and then my yeah, man, like my... Jude! Yeah, no, I mean, th- those two things, like music, and I would even say, like, just, like, the hymns, him, the hymns that we sung at church. There was a moment in my life when I began to, like, stop just... Stop just singing them, and I started to legitimately be like that's what that says Mm. (laughs) you know what i mean and i'm not sure i mean that but i am singing it and then like suddenly it started to be like i actually want to mean that you know yeah and and then i do mean it (laughs) well so you stopped and then stopped repeating it yeah started singing it and and then like the fact that those songs started to rise in my heart unbidden when I was in the wilderness. It's like all of a sudden that's the song that I'm singing when nobody else is around. It's like, and then I'm here and, and it just, it became, it became thick, you know, like thick with the presence of God. And then, transformative as a result you know 
and was like, hey, that's, uh, I can take, this song can be in my heart anywhere I go. And then you catch us up to where all all three of us <laughs> sort of, you know, reunite and unite for the first time in the police academy in 2010. And... What was I doing when we were getting smoked? Singing hymns mm. in my mind. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there talking to Jesus, man. And I'll never mm. forget uh, Corporal Nunley at the time mm. being like, Stanifer, what are you doing? Like, we're in the middle of getting smoked doing something like flutter kicks or whatever for the thousandth time. And he's like, you look like you look happy. What are you doing? Thinking about Jesus, sir. <laughs> and like that literally being the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And him being like, all right. Well, I mean, yeah. heck. Well, and you, you said know? it to a man that gets it, too. Yeah, no. And so, you know, which, I mean, Jesus will have to podcast that at some point. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about initiation, I mean, that was the initiation of the warrior phase for for all of us, you know, just being figuring out if we had what it took, you know, mm. but which was incredibly important. And I can't overlook that. But I think that those were the things that made me ready for even that moment, you know, it was just music and in 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 nature or the wilderness or just being out there and and hunting in particular because. Space and silence. I mean, you know, you can label that whatever you will, but there's still there are things that are still present, and there are things that are still like go tos for me as a 33 year old man, like and almost like prescriptive, you know? Yeah. Like, like you were saying, the whole origin of this conversation was you were having sort of an off week. And you and Rebecca prescribed you tonight. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's 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 exactly. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Kelsey could probably choose my wife. Be like, I'm going to prescribe you bow hunting. Like you need to go. Yeah, you know. And then like you'll come back and you'll be just fine. Yeah. And it's like yeah, or I'm going to prescribe you Shane and Shane's uh, Psalms mm. Volume Two. Volume Two. Album, you know. Jeez. I mean, music and freaking nature for yeah. me, man. Like yeah. those are, yeah. And it's and I think all of us. The thong song. I think all of us would agree that Cisco was an incredibly <laughs> formative male figure in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but like any any of the things we have said. Obviously, wouldn't have wouldn't be contentious points for any of us, you know. Yeah, like y'all would agree with music and nature just as much as a, a discussion of love, or 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 even like the the realization of like, holy crap, there are other men who might have walked a little bit further down the path than I have, and yeah. it's the path I want to walk down, you know. Yeah. And so it's it's. Uh, it's great, but no, like that's that's uh yeah, those are my those are my two things for sure. And uh we can pick up there here in a bit. And go. 
Yeah. Um, so we're going to try to land a plane. Yeah, land in the plane. Yeah. I, I think where we really want to go with this podcast and our little in-between conversation just now is is how does it look like on the daily? How does the iron become the iron? And, and how does it go to actually sharpen the other iron? Which, by the way, is rare. Yes. And I think we can rejoice in the fact that we've been given a lot of it for the rarity of it. Mm. Which is... It's a lot to say. <laughs> and, uh, and it should not be overlooked nor uncherished. Which is really... You know, it's a really interesting draw to overlook that. It's a really interesting draw from the world to to make the small, like to make the big things small and the small things big, you know? And it's worth saying that that shouldn't be the case. Like, hmm. oh, he's tangled, he, he's tangled. So, uh, you know, so I, I think that's worth saying on the, on, on the podcast at the present moment is like, but big things have their place where it should be, you know. Um, obviously not to replace the biggest, you know, and that should definitely be the case. But, but nonetheless, like we are being made in like in the likeness, like like Paul would say in Romans, like we're becoming like him, not only in his death but in his life, you know. And so it's just, um, you know, it, the point is is that is that in, in the daily life like in the constancy of life like iron is made you know it's made in 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 showing up in being the constant man that can be depended on not because of not because you want to be depended on but because he's becoming dependency in you you know like because like we were saying in the break like because the joy isn't dependent upon whether or not I got enough sleep or whether or not, you know, we got to drive 40 miles to work or whether we're not, we can, we're stuck in traffic, X, Y, Z. The point is, is Things that, you know nothing about. Yeah, things I know nothing about. But the point is, is that, like, not de- like we're not men dependent on those things, mm-hmm. like, but we're dependent on on him being the constant. And, mm-hmm. and, like, but only in that can we actually become iron. Like, otherwise... Otherwise... Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, yeah. like we are, in fact, still very like, un, a very unlike iron, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, so yeah, so uh, um, so yeah, in and in, in doing so, I don't know. I I think by the sheer default of pursuing that headlong, I think inevitably we become the iron for each other. Uh, you know, like, because the interesting thing, so here's the interesting thing, and this is what goes on to me internally, and you can do one of two things here, like, like, let's, let's take, let's take Joe got a bow recently, right? Like, I can go one of two places with that. Like, I know Phil and Joe have a bow. I don't have a bow, right? So, and, and like, I know that I can eventually buy a bow. That's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? But like, I go one of two places with that. I go to like envy of like, well, I wish I could have a buy. I, I, I'm just trying to go here. But like, or I legitimately glean from the strength that I can to offer like the goodness of God there in whatever form that looks like, or I don't, you know, like 
I like, you know, I, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, like, so yeah. even in the places we don't have iron to offer, because I don't know, I don't know jack shit about bow hunting. Like, I just don't. Like, my well is very narrow there. I've shot Brandon's bow a few times, and that's about it. I like it. You know, I, I love the idea. I would love to do it. And sometime I will, you know, I'll do it with y'all. But, but at the moment, I have nothing to draw from there. But, like, the point is, is that nonetheless like there is a like i have a passion for it because y'all have a passion for it you know and mm-hmm. and because like there's no reason not to like the only reason i would have not to is be just because y'all do which funny enough is the draw for the world to actually have like a hatred towards because it's something different than what i am you know mm-hmm. like in that that is obviously like the joy that we're fighting for and against the hatred of Mm-hmm. like the enemy himself which is all he's got left mm-hmm. he's got nothing no other power like death has been robbed from him so we're mm-hmm. actually fine there but like mm-hmm. you know so so like sheer affection for y'all like from jesus alone because like otherwise i can't actually muster up that much affection for very long i just can't you know yeah and we all know this we've tried but like the point is is that the iron comes like in those sorts of ways from like from from like a strength that I don't even have, you know, nor possess, nor even a knowledge to possess, but like, but like he does, you know, mm. and like I like in like my affection for him, and then my affection for y'all, like, can allow me to actually play a part in that story, and I think that's worth talking about because mm. I think, I think that's honest to God, that's got more, way more to do with like regular normal life for a lot of people than most of anything else we have to say, you know, like because well, it's not. At the end of the day, it's not about bow hunting at all. Exactly. It's about Joe and myself and you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it just happens to be bow hunting within the context within the context of bow hunting. Of that it yeah. might as well be weightlifting. Right. You know, which yeah. I've experienced. Literally, plug plug X Y Z into those categories. You know, yeah. and and yeah. and so. Yeah, yeah, and it's just super, it's super, like, that is super necessary. Yeah. Because, like, take, I don't know if Kyle ever listened to this this podcast or not, but, like, take Kai. He's going to, he's trying to create a business of some sort, and so, you know, like, the truth is, is that eventually he's going to have to come to the understanding that, like, leading other men in business or XYZ like it comes with a cost that like other men are going before him to try to learn to actually like profitably and lovingly like give some sort of wisdom and knowledge to from Jesus himself. But like that, but like my point is, is like the gleaming from all that stuff doesn't have to be in the same field. Like it can be affection towards him in a way or like for this context, bow hunting in a way that like I don't need the knowledge. Like I can still, I can still have Jesus there and actually give strength to the want to be better at that thing because like He's the King, you know. Like, mm. and it's just all so relevant in that. I honestly didn't plan on going there at all and landing God, the thing at that that's spot. That's good, dude. Though, but, like, that's just rich, man. Yeah. Of like a, you know, like you pointed out, our our kind of society as a whole is so quick to like at a minimum dismiss but a lot of times just disdain things that either they don't participate in or would like to participate in but are not able to 
So instead of trying to offer strength through just love, like they just offer this wholesale like hatred of it. Hatred you know? or some sort of justice movement or some weird something shit that just goes yeah. on there and well, I think also too, man, like just the the discount of it. Like you yeah. you don't have like I wanna know why you come alive through physical activity. Right. And if I don't if I just completely be like he's crazy then like we wouldn't have the friendship we have today. Right. And if I was like, well, Joe's just a nut who loves firearms. Yeah. Like, and that's stupid because firearms hurt people. If I didn't actually like go there with you, then I wouldn't. And then, but not only going there because of you, at the end of it, man, maybe I recognize a part of my life where something spoke to me in that moment. You yeah, know? and not only that, but like I'm more iron because of the that of uh, that forging of your own soul and that activity or that circumstance. Yeah, mm. and what you what you were saying, like for Kai, for example, you know, like we have I haven't met him yet, but the thing is, is that you know, I could like there there are things to offer there that are available no matter what the the context of of you know whatever product or service it is to offer that's really not important what's important is the like there are things that are just simply true (laughs) you know and if you're not going and figuring out what is true Mm. you know and and that's that's what's it um, there's there's a Josiah, help me with it, man. There's a. I want to say Lewis has spoken about this. He, there's some essay. There's something that's coming to my mind. Where he's like, that's that's the problem. Like the problem is that it's not. I think it's the one called religion, uh, reality, or substitute. Where he says like, it, the the problem is that nobody actually like. It's it's not that you, you yeah. It, that nobody goes far enough in there yeah. to even really be able to to make a distinction between one or the other. It's not, yeah. like you can't like well, is nobody it, are, can actually say is it what this is the false thing is what you're thinking and it this may not be it but where he says it's it's not that religion like Christianity has been tried and found lacking but that it's never been tried. Is that the one you're... Well, yes, that he goes around to that, but he says... You know, also, I'm the absolute worst at remembering quotes. Well, he gives an example of... Um, yeah, yeah, the one in that book. Yeah. Well, what he says is he was like, you know, um, cigarettes are the... Yeah. Are like the light version of a cigar. Yeah, they're like they're like the cheap... But they're, they're, the, they're the substitute. Yeah. The cigar is the reality. Right. But he said, but... But I know a a story of two young boys who um, all they ever knew of cigars, like their father smoked nothing but cigarettes, but he did have cigars, but that was for like fancy occasions. Yeah. Well, they stole stole their father's cigarettes. Yes. And and when they couldn't get a hold of his cigarettes, they stole his cigars. Yes. But whenever they smoked the cigar, it was like, it was too much for them. And, And so in their own minds and because of their own ignorance of what was the reality and what was the substitute, 
or what was the greater and what was the lesser, they built up in their own minds mm -hmm. a world in which cigarettes were far superior. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and he's like, so how do you come to the end of that? Well, through authority and through experience. Yeah. And, and he's like, but we didn't have, we were young, so we couldn't really like ask anybody to give us advice because we would have gotten in trouble. Or two, you know, so what is it? But that's the thing is that like, how often do we approach any number of things or activities or circumstances as just discounting them as, well, there's no meaning to that. Like there's no depth to that. There's no truth to that because I'm just not interested. Mm. Like that's this, like they're a part of a lesser thing. But that's like, that's one of the glories of brotherhood, right? right? Is that like, and I would even say, in this for another podcast, but marriage. <laughs> you're, you're traveling to those regions with her or with him that you would have never gone on your own. And if you don't go there with them, you'll never know something fundamental about yourself that you would have never seen if you hadn't have and if not only that but like there's a part of the forging of your own soul into the iron that could have never taken place apart from that mm. apart from that other person yeah and like that's just an incredibly mm. yeah i mean like i that's incredibly important like did that's exactly why I am who I am today yeah. is be is like because I don't live on a desert island by myself. Right. It's the rich variety of the saints, you know, yeah. and my wife, and and you know, and there's a peculiar, particular joy of seeing. And this we can maybe end it here, and maybe the next time talk about this, but like think about the exciting prospect and the hope of seeing who our sons are today and drawing out of them the the whole and the holy and then allowing them to call even more of that out of ourselves you mm. know like yeah. that's just that's a freaking believable yeah mm. like be like the man you are son like is calling deeply to who I'm becoming as well. Yeah. And that's great. Iron by default, buddy. You know? And you know, like, that's just, that's, that's where this, that's the whole point. Yeah. Is for that whole process to perpetually ameliorate, you know? Yeah. The never, um, but man, you know, like, have we not seen how that's not even begun for so many people? Yeah. for so many people which is what got us to the point to begin with is that like I said you know yeah sure iron sharpens iron but what makes you freaking iron yeah and that's sorely lacking in our culture yeah mm. is uh can't buy it an iron cause dude like you can't and that was the whole point I remember now the conversation when that guy had you know so I was like that's She's incredibly presumptuous, bro. You know? Yeah. Like, incredibly presumptuous. Incredibly. You were presuming that, like, just because you go to a church building, you're, you're iron? Because that's not true. 
No. Just because you have a cemetery, I mean, seminary degree, you're iron? That's not true. Yeah. Just because you, you know, heck, you, you went to the, into the military, you're iron? That's not true. Mm-hmm. Just because you went to the police academy, you're iron? That's not true. Just because you're 18 years old? That's not true. So what makes a man iron? Man, well, it's Jesus, right? It's, uh, the author and perfecter of all things. And then, I would say it's, it's... Jesus in the lives of the saints, man. Like the hope of glory itself. Christ in you. And whenever we're able to facilitate and and uh, not neglect that meeting together, you know, like that end in the gathering, you know, like then then things really great things can happen. Yeah. And it is, man, like you were saying. It's incredibly there is a pull from the world and the culture to try to stop that from happening. Yeah. You know? And to try to make it about something it is not. Right. But man. Yeah, man. Any final words? That's good. Yeah. That's real good. Yeah, well, that's it for 21. Woo! Let's try to pick up next time. Somewhere else. Who knows where? Yeah. Dude's crashed out. Dude's crashed out. That's good. Too many beers. (laughs) Oh, man. See you next time. Love you.